got this lovely folder with all these <laughs> dividers in it and it makes it highly enjoyable to organize stuff. <laughs> You're such a weirdo, but I get it. <laughs> Welcome to the Basically Being Better podcast, a show for all you people out there just trying to get a little bit better every day. Now here's your hosts, Rachel and Abby. Hi everyone and welcome to Basically Being Better episode 2. We This episode we're going to talk about... The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. If you haven't already listened to our introduction episode, no problem. What we are trying to do is basically we're basic and we're trying to do different things to be better. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Abby. And I'm Rachel. (laughs) Probably should throw that out there. That's all good. We're halfway through, but we're just going to tell you our names now. Yeah. You probably can't work out who we are anyway. That's good. I'm the one that mumbles sometimes. (laughs) And I'm the one that can't form proper sentences. (laughs) Yes. So we're making a podcast. Yeah. It's going to be great to listen to. But yeah, Abby summed it up. We're basically just trying to be better people, um, both for ourselves and for the environment. So yeah. And today we're talking about our experience with the Marie Kondo method of tidying up. Yeah, but before we do that, we're going to do um, some segments. So we're going to try some segments out and see how they go. Um, what's our first segment? I think we're going to start with a wine of the week. And right. that's not the drinking type, sorry. We have already had the drinking type. <laughs> <laughs> Just to help things go smoothly. Uh, yeah. Or not. <laughs> Do you have a wine of the week? Yes, okay. So, I've written it down. This is serious. It's serious stuff. My wine is, I cannot, for the life of me, find a natural deodorant that works. I feel you. (laughs) Honestly, I've been trying for maybe like a year and a half now. Maybe two years. And I've tried, I've, so I sporadically try and then it doesn't work. So I go back to my Dove or my Rexona or whatever it is I currently have. Something that smells nice. And then, I don't know. It's just, they just don't work as good as the other, the real stuff. But Mm -hmm. I don't want breast cancer. That is my main reasoning. Yeah. And it's really hard. And I think one of the hard things about the transition from like the commercial deodorants to the natural ones is that the commercial ones kind of stop you from sweating, but the natural ones don't. They just stop you from smelling. Yeah. But even then they don't. Oh, So really? I, I've written um, down my try. So The I've ones tried. that you've tried out? The ones that I've tried, Ethic. Yeah. So that's a New Zealand brand that's got it comes in it doesn't have plastic so it's like win compostable packaging win uh, all natural all natural isn't it yeah, yeah. all natural all, no parabens no like nasties in it sweet tried the lavender was working but whenever I went to reapply I would like break out and like 
big welts underneath my arms. Yeah, so it's like a reaction. Yeah, so I was like, not the lavender one. Let's try the mint. Mint, way worse. Mm. So went back to my my dove for a little bit longer, and then I tried the tea tree one. It's like a Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday plantation. Thursday plantation. Yeah, smells. I like the smell of tea tree. Some people don't. I do. I react to tea tree. Yeah, do you? Mm. Yeah, when I was when I did ballet, I used to put tea tree on my toes to make them harder so oh, that yeah. you could be in point shoes. Yeah. But um, like some people put meths on their toes, but I just I just stuck with tea tree. I don't know. It, cool. gives, it gives me <laughs> it gives me like positive positive memories. Memories. <laughs> Torturing your feet. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how'd that one go? Pretty much the same thing. Had a reaction. Um, I I don't normally have reactions to stuff. Like, I'm not allergic to anything. Mm. The underarms is quite... But <laughs> You're not allergic to broccoli. You just don't like it. <laughs> Honestly, broccoli is the worst. I walk Bro- into the house and I'm like, who's been cooking broccoli? <laughs> and, yeah. It's, it's hilarious. It's disgusting. It smells like... It smells, I just can't even handle this. Oh, I'm just not even My mum's favourite dish is, like, broccoli salad and oh, I love, broccoli soup. I love broccoli salad and I love broccoli soup. Oh, I like your memory. <laughs> it's just like the worst. <laughs> and they when when um they were home while Pete and I were at work the other day and they, they came to visit and uh they bought us some, some groceries because clearly our cupboards were bare <laughs> and then they bought Pete broccoli. That's so cute. And then I wasn't there that night, so he made a broccoli and, and vegetable serve, right? And and I get a Snapchat, and it's just of the broccoli and all the cut up, cut up vegetables. are like, mmm, broccoli. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> get got, it out of my house before I get back. Yeah, he's got to do it while you're not <laughs> home. <laughs> but I haven't tried broccoli sprouts, and I know they're really good for you. Yes, I. Do they taste like broccoli? No, they don't. Didn't think so. I want. I'm to open f- to broccoli sprouts. I want to go find some at the health food store so I can grow them because. Can all, uh, I feel like sprouts can... always come in packaging, so yeah. I, I grow them and they're so easy to do, but yeah. I haven't found broccoli sprouts yet. Mm. That's Apparently my goal. they're like the super sprouts. Yeah, they're really yeah. good for you. Yeah, anyway, I digress. You uh, did. So, not allergic to anything specifically other than broccoli. And the then I've tried underbalm, which is one it's like a paste and you paste oh, it on yeah. and I bought it from the little big markets in Tauranga and it was it worked it was fine but it just I don't I like kind of like not having to like scoop out a paste yeah 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 I see this I mean if that's my only qualm with it maybe I should embrace it yeah but it's 20 bucks as well and I'm like oh that's a bit much mm. and then currently I have What's it called? Uh, I wrote it down. Soft and gentle, 0% aluminium. And I think that's the only thing it has going for it. Uh, it doesn't have... It's still got all the other stuff in it. And it's... I mean, I sweated so bad today and I was using it. And it was just the worst. And the... The packaging is plastic. Mm, yeah, that's what had... What that's what is hard. I found one that I really liked and worked well for me. It's by Biologica, and I've brought it for the last since two thousand and fourteen. But it's in plastic, mm. and I want to I want to move away from plastic yeah. ones. Like yeah. it can be recycled. I pull it out, wash it, and recycle it. 
but recycling's not the answer and I do want to find some that's not in plastic. Yeah. So basically that's my wine of the week. I'm whining because I can't find a natural deodorant. I mean, I think that's pretty much a first world problem. But Yeah, <laughs> it is. But if any of you have one that works really well... Send an email to basicallybeingbetter at gmail.com. Yes, we would be forever grateful. Cool. Do you have a wine of the week? I do, unfortunately, but I'm... Uh, I was a bit down this morning and it kind of just got me in a bit of a funk for the rest of the day and I'm going to try to keep it short well I just went on about broccoli for an extended period of that's time that's okay but I feel like sometimes I can jump on this topic and become a bit preachy <laughs> and I don't want to do that because I know that's what puts, pe- puts people off but basically this morning I heard a couple of tales about people burning plastic like large quantities of plastic and quite regularly and I got Really, really annoyed because oh, sometimes I just get a little bit upset that people don't care about this planet and they don't realise that the things that they're doing and their actions actually have consequences and they don't realise the state of the world as it is. And I just got into a spiral about that. Do you think it's ignorance, like they don't know that it's bad or that they just don't care? I think it's a bit of both. Yeah, like, it's hard to tell. It is sometimes. It is with some people, but also there's so much out there in the media and it's it's been a big topic for a while now I that love... how could you not see? But then there's people that don't even believe in climate change, so it could be. If you don't believe in climate change, you may need to turn off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because we're going to be talking about or keep it on and we will convince you all of these things need to be done yes. to make the world better. Yes, exactly. We've got 12 years, people. Yeah, that's all we got left. That also did not help the spiral this morning. <laughs> but it's it's okay. The other thing that kind of it's on the same uh, along the same line. The other thing that got me down is that um, recently the Environment Aotearoa two thousand and nineteen report got released, um, and it's a hefty document, and it's a bit depressing. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to share a couple of stats. Oh no. I'm sorry. Okay, who released it? Uh, it's like the NZ government, on it's the stats department that releases it. Okay. So yeah. it's not, no I'm not going to name names, it's done by the government. Right. I'm just going to leave it at that. But two stats which like broke my heart, uh, the first one is 90% of seabirds and 80% of shorebirds are threatened with or at risk of extinction. Yeah. And... It's- there's a shit ton. I know. And uh, do you know what? So it's like I listen to a, a, I listen to another podcast and um, on it she talks about a lot like how people just like we spend our whole lives turning away from the ugly. Like we just try, we just like that's too hard for me to think about. I can't. I'm not going to. I'm going to turn away from the ugly. And sometimes we have to actually look at the ugly and go shit yeah like <laughs> what are we it. gonna do about this yeah. because otherwise well we've got 12 years we've... exactly <laughs> it's... i don't know if we're allowed to swear on this podcast we can okay <laughs> we're fucked <laughs> yeah we are but it's so true like i started reading this report and i stopped because i was so upset i'm like i can't do this but then i read it yeah. because i'm like no i have to start becoming more informed and knowing exactly what i'm fighting for yeah 
It's yeah. really hard though because there's so much ugly. Like so much. You think about child poverty. You yeah. Think about racism. Yeah. All the abortion stuff that's going over in the Alabama, US. Alabama. Yeah. I know. Like, there's so much ugly. There's oh, I just. It's like sometimes all you can do is hide in your bed and not think about anything and just like just I know. ignore it all and just. I don't know, play cards on your phone. <laughs> it's my go-to. Yeah. Watch Love Island. <laughs> yeah. Watch a little bit of Riverdale. Yeah. And not think about it for like... It's so true. And there's so many issues going on. And if you were fully involved in all of them, you'd be a wreck. Yeah. Like, you can't. And the other thing is, I feel, like you said last episode, it's like... Some people, like, when you watch Love Island, those people are not intelligent. Like, they are intelligent in their own way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not, their worldview is very, narrow. very narrow. Yeah. And the more you know, the bigger your worldview and the, the, the more, oh my God, the more you're like, oh my God. Sometimes I'm like, thank God, I'm not super smart otherwise, or super intelligent or super well spoken because otherwise my worldview would be so big I wouldn't be able to handle it (laughs) yeah no honestly I agree like the topics that I'm worked up about I don't even know the half of it and imagine if we knew more and my Instagram now starts putting like automatically plays videos like um people kayaking through like sea and it's just filled with rubbish and things like that and I'm like I'm like so distressing quickly scroll past I'm like oh I just I just avoided the ugly again but yeah I can't fix it right now like I don't know all I want to do is you know look at Instagram (laughs) yeah yeah, the pretty side of Instagram yeah Yeah. it's it's really hard and the other thing that frustrates the other thing that frustrates me about it is that I want to be doing more but sometimes I don't know what that more is Mm. like yeah I I do the things that I recognise that I can do, but I also know there's so much more I can be doing, but I don't know how to get there. Yeah. And how do you do it all in, in one day? Exactly. And it, didn't you have a quote about this? That... Yeah, I did. Really good quote. And it's you can apply, apply it to anything, but it came from like a zero waste um, account that I followed. And it basically says that we don't want um, a handful of people doing zero waste perfectly we want millions of people doing zero waste imperfectly yeah and i think that applies to everything every issue that's going yeah, on for like, sure we just need more awareness and more people trying yeah and i mean if you get it wrong you at least you're trying at least you're trying and yeah just say someone's like oh you 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 offended me by doing it that way you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, pick yourself up and keep trying, I think, is how we've got to do it. But it's just so scary because it's really hard to be told you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, I spent my entire life trying to be right all of the time, which is probably a topic we can cover. I think we will definitely <laughs> talk about that one because we've both uh, struggle from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfectionism. Yeah. We will yeah. come back to that one. Okay, yeah, well, but that was a good wine. Yeah, it was. Do you have more, or is that it for uh, the moment? I have more, but honestly, I think we should cut it off there, because I won't stop talking. <laughs> All right, well, I'm sure we can bring it back into the wine of the week next yeah, week. It yeah, it probably will be. Okay. I think my wine of the week every week is just going to be the next update on the next environmental thing that I'm upset about. Okay, well, you do that, and I'll keep talking about natural deodorant. Sounds good. And... 
and more things like that. We can balance each other out. Okay, good. Sounds great. <laughs> cool. So our next seg- segment is called A Basic Brag, where we're just going to have a little bit of brag about something that we've done this week that's either helped ourselves out or someone else or anything like that. Do you yeah. have something for this week? I sure do. Hit me. Uh, my grandma. So I don't think I'm bragging because I've got such a lovely family and I'm just so grateful. But my grandma made me a little veggie patch. That is so adorable. Yeah. And she and my and my parents built me a fence, which oh. isn't helping anyone except me. <laughs> it's helping your mental health. It actually is though. Every time I drive up and I see my fence, I'm like, oh. I'm home and it's not exposed to the world. It makes such a difference. <laughs> it really eh? does. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy for yeah. you. So my um, and grandma fixed my compost, which was apparently too dry and oh, terrible. Yes, you do have to keep it wet. Yeah. So she was like, it's all sticks. I'm like, oh, I didn't know it wasn't meant to be. So You're putting lots of sticks in there? No, it's just turned out. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what she did to it. <laughs> apparently I need to chop up things more before oh, I put them in. Yeah. So compost still a work in progress but I put some stuff in it this morning and it's looking really good it's like half the size it was just from grandma doing something it's amazing like just mixing a little bit of stuff mixing and putting some water in it so it was less wet oh yeah yeah so that's exciting that's my brag that's a really good brag yeah do you have one yeah I do actually so um a couple of months ago, my natural mascara that I use, which is really good and I really loved it, uh, it ran out. So I went to go buy the same one again, but that they, they, that company still makes it, but they didn't make the exact one that I got. So I'm like, mm, where's it from? Uh, well, people, but well with a with a three instead of an e. Oh. Yeah, it's really good. So why did they do that? I don't know, <laughs> and I and I'm sure if I tried one of the other products, I would love it just as yeah. much. But I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try something else. Okay. So on the weekend, I brought one from. It's by RMS, and it's all natural. RMS. RMS. Yeah. RMS. Like R E is a mess. Is she? R-M-S. The letters. The letters. Okay, the letters. we've got you. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, and it's all natural, eco-friendly, vegan, all of that. Um, all the stuff that I like. And I brought it from Mecca Beauty, which I was a bit hesitant about because I don't really know much about them, oh, except for they're Mecca. like a massive yeah. like franchise. Yeah. But two things about this. One, when I got to the checkout, there was a little option. You could choose which packaging you could get it in and one was the original packaging like Mecca products or two was eco-friendly packaging of course <laughs> I ticked eco-friendly packaging but I was so news. stoked like a little upset that you have to select it like it yeah, should it be should the be it should be it the way it's make done. you choose I should just do it exactly but, but you could choose. I'm happy I got the option because some people don't don't do that. And yeah. it arrived in a cup box, absolutely not a bit of plastic inside. Wow. I was so happy. But um what's the mascara in? Oh. Oh uh, yeah, I know. I haven't found a, a mascara that's in a, in a recyclable kind of box. <laughs> <laughs> Would that even work? I don't know. It's like you're torn between your basic tendencies for the need for mascara yeah. and the Need to save the environment. Exactly. I go makeupless, you know, just to save the environment. Oh, I do that on a daily basis. But it's more like <laughs> I, I was going to a friend's wedding and I had no mascara. I'm like, 
just rolling with it today then yeah. it's just how it is yeah but i mean i don't purposely wear no makeup because i'm uh, like fierce eco warrior is because i really suck at doing makeup <laughs> yeah i'm hella lazy in the morning i'm like nah 10 minutes get dressed go to work yeah hmm yeah. but that's my brag of the week well done that's yeah. a good brag um cool yeah so we have one more segment don't we yeah and then we'll get into the business okay so the for the third segment we have is the last third and last segment is that is not how that sentence works it's meant to be third and final isn't it uh anyway segment is called words of wisdom and it's anything that one of us or both of us or either one of us has been told um or has we've seen or heard somewhere and it's just given us a new perspective on something, just maybe a fresh idea of... Life? Life, yeah. Mm. So... I don't have any, do you? Yes. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Holding the team together. Um, uh, again, I was listening to a podcast, and should I say the podcast and then we like, credit it? I think I feel like I should yeah, credit the podcast. that's fair. So I was listening to the Guilty Feminist podcast, which is a great podcast. Anybody listening to this podcast should listen to that podcast. Um... She's also the one that does the turn away from the ugly. Yes. Uh, don't turn away from the ugly thing. Um, but she had a comedian on there who was talking about body positivity. And that's something I really need to work on. And it, like... We will do an episode on this. Yeah. And there's so much out there about it. It's kind of overwhelming. And it's like trying to teach your brain to think better thoughts about yourself is like really hard it's retraining the way that I your brain's worked for all these years anybody, anybody who can do that is just absolutely amazing i would just i bow down to them because it we've been trained by society to think a certain way about our bodies and it is like we've been trained since birth yeah. i reckon like pulled you out oh you're a bit fat baby <laughs> i don't know yeah started right then yeah so, so what did anyway, she say she said Treat your body like a friend that you want to do things with. Oh yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and I can't remember because you're not gonna you're not gonna treat your friend meanly. No. So if I, if I said the things I say to my body to you, yeah, you we would not be friends. No, I know. If I said any of my thoughts out loud to anyone, they would be like you, but yeah, <laughs> like. Isn't that awful? That, that we treat we, ourselves worse than we'd treat anybody else. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's trying to make yourself treat your body like it's a friend that you want to do things with. Not just a friend that you're, like, acquaintances yeah. with, that you're, like, hi, bye. You sort of do that semi-half smile on the street, like, you awkward. can't see what I'm doing in the <laughs> podcast. But, you know, that awkward, like, weird half smile that's yeah. not really a smile. It's sort of, like, just your mouth moving. Yeah. Yeah, like a, <laughs> not really a smile, but kind of a yeah. smile. Don't treat it like that. You want to treat it like we're making a podcast together. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> like a really good friend. Yeah. So that's my that's my words of that's wisdom. That's a great for you. words of wisdom. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I have another one, but well, I think I'll save it for another day. Yeah, we don't want to run out of words of wisdom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Instagram constantly <laughs> provides them. So. Oh, I know. It's br- brilliant. Yeah. Um. So should we do, do our this? main? Yeah. Thing. The reason why we're here. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Um, so, The Life-Changing Mag- Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. Cool. The book. The book. I've and got it here. 
the TV it's show. It's a super cute book. It is. The cover is very cool. I, I love the color. I feel like when I bought it, so I bought it like a year and a half ago. Uh, no, I didn't. I got it for a birthday present because I asked for it. But when I clicked on it to buy it and said, this is the what you're buying me, um, there was a choice of covers. Oh, really? And I chose the cute one. Oh. Yeah. It is very cute. And it's not huge. It's like a little book. So it's nice. Super cute. Six million copies sold. That's a lot. Yeah. So if you haven't, if you haven't ever heard of it, it is... Um, the Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, The Japanese Art of Decluttering and Organising, and it's by Marie Kondo. And basically she teaches you um, her way that she does to just, like, get rid of all of the stuff you don't need in your life. And she claims that by doing this you'll get rid of, like, the not physical stuff. What's the opposite of physical? Like the mental and, phys- and spiritual yeah, and yeah, yeah yeah all the other yeah. stuff in your life that yeah. you don't need she I feels I think <laughs> she feels like it will have flow on effects yeah. into the rest of your life yeah and she's got a method where she kind of categorizes all of your belongings into five different categories yes. and you've got an order that you've got to go through them in um so the first one is clothing the second one books then you've got papers kimono or miscellaneous and then sentimental items yeah and the way you're meant to do it is you basically get everything of that item every single piece of clothing that you have in the house in your car in your garage every single piece of clothing anywhere in the office you've got to bring it and you've got to put it on your bed in a huge pile like for some people this is a massive pile yeah and then you've got to take every single item individually and hold it in your hands and decide whether it sparks joy. Mm. So you're like, you pick up your your scuddy undies from like <laughs> five years ago that you've been holding on to because you can't be bothered going to Kmart, which is not good because it's not ethical. Some things are that it came out though. So just wanted to shout out to Kmart. I brought a plain stripe, like your basic top from there the other day. It was made in Cambodia, Cambodia and it's also part of the Sustainable Cotton Project. So it's made from sustainable... Um, products and also Kmart got like a B plus in the ethical fashion um, report that recently came out. B's get so degrees. Do your research. Nice That's B plus. But you know, uh, this is my this is my like pressure I put on myself all the time. If you get a B plus, you may as well get an A. Like oh. what's stopping you? But I digress. Anyway, you're picking out your scatty undies. You hold them in your hand. You go. They're clean, by the way. Yeah. You go. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> Don't want dirty, scuddy undies. <laughs> Does the spark join? And you go, yes. Then you put it in the yes pile. If there's no, you. You should have said no to that one. Well, scuddy. They might be my favourite lucky undies. Oh, that's true. That's true. And actually, on that note, I really like that she asks if it sparks joy, not if you've used it or worn yeah. it, because there's so many things that spark so much joy in my heart, but I haven't worn them for like a year. Yeah. May not be able to fit yeah. them anymore, but no. I don't want to get rid of them. Yeah. So yeah. I, I like her, that approach. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so I did it a year and a half ago, just before I moved, so it was quite a good time to do it. Yeah. So we, so I did it. For all my stuff, and I didn't. Uh, Pete didn't. Pete's my fiance. I um, didn't let 
Oh, no, I didn't bleed. He wasn't, he wasn't interested in doing it, basically, is yeah. what happened. So I didn't do his stuff. You can't do other people's stuff for them because you don't know what's backstory. So he's he's got his own little room full of his stuff that yeah. I've not touched. But um, so I did it a little while ago. And I feel like the first round you, like, do it and you're, like, you've got to thank every item as mm. well. Did you thank every mm. item? Did you say thank you to every piece of paper that you threw in the bin? Honestly, I didn't. When I did paper, I'm pretty organized with paper as it is. If yeah. I get something and I don't need it, I'll throw it away straight away. Yeah. So when I got to the paper, it was stuff that I can't throw yeah. away, and it's just one small folder. You're so I so found organized. that quite simple. Wow, I've got this lovely folder with all these <laughs> dividers in it, and it makes it highly enjoyable to organize stuff. <laughs> You're such a weirdo, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah. yeah um what so what was your experience doing when did you do it like the other uh day? i started maybe like beginning of the year yeah uh i've been quite slow i finished the book maybe like t- two or three weeks ago mm. and what i've done is i've done clothing i found that probably the easiest thing to do clothing's definitely that's why she makes you do it first yeah it makes sense i I understand her like her reasons yeah and i feel like going back i would be like so much more ruthless now that i've already done it once oh really yeah see i feel like i was quite ruthless and i already regret throwing out two tops oh no yeah (laughs) but that's okay hence why i was at kmart buying another top the other night But, yeah, so I did clothing, which was really great, and I even went through and with Jono, um, my fiancé, and we did his as well, so mm-hmm. that worked out really well. And then I've done books, which was pretty easy because before we shifted, I'd gone through my books anyway. Papers was easy, and I'm halfway through miscellaneous stuff. Yeah. Like, it's a pretty big task. I've got to sort out my garage this weekend. Oh, God. And I haven't done sentimental items. I don't know if I can bring myself to do it. Well, I didn't. I got to miscellaneous. Did miscellaneous. Miscellaneous is huge as well because it's everything. It's like every item in your kitchen, every random junk drawer that you have, like so much stuff. And I feel like my miscellaneous has crept back in since doing it because, I don't know, moving, we've ended up with a whole lot of new stuff like... um, tools and things that I didn't have a proper place for so Marie Kondo has like is really strict on what she talks about a lot not strict she's not telling you what to do but well she is kind of (laughs) (laughs) but she's not standing over you saying you have to put it in a drawer yeah um but she does talk a lot about having a specific place for every specific item so that you don't end up with more than what you need yeah and you don't end up with that clutter yeah yeah I love that approach like that's kind of how I've been my whole life yeah like everything that I've got own has its place even my even to the extent that at home when I was like a kid and someone had been into my wardrobe I would know because I knew where everything was (laughs) it's a little bit serial killer yeah I know (laughs) I know (laughs) but uh (laughs) that's great when I read Marie's thoughts on it, I'm like, yes, I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, see, see, I've bought, like, things that I've needed, like, I've actually needed, like, tools, and I haven't had, or painting utensils and stuff, and because I haven't had them before, 
I don't have a specific place for them and they've ended up in like junk drawers and stuff again. Uh, so you need to make a home for them. Yeah, but now I've got so much stuff again, I'm going to have to start again. Yeah. Well, not start again. Well, do, do a bit of a tidy Do up. another cl- cleanse. Yep. And sentimental is way too hard. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I don't... I don't feel like I have that much sentimental stuff. Neither. And the things that I do have, like, I occasionally pull them out and look through them and that brings me a lot of joy. So I think even if I were to go through it, I wouldn't get rid of anything because everything that I do have I love and I want to keep yeah but the other thing is you actually do have to hold everything because you don't know until you're holding it whether you can you can look at something and be like yeah I'll keep that but when you're actually holding it like does this actually spike joy yeah then you do decide whether you want it or not it's a lot it's it's actually you have to do the process she writes she like outlines in the book yeah and it does make sense like when when I've done the other areas that I've had, I'm like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. And I completely understand how you can just sink that and just put it back on the shelf yeah. and it'd be okay. Yeah. With the books. Did you, is that what you just said? No, just with everything. Yeah. But it was just with some. books. I'm like, I love all my books. <laughs> and then when I was actually holding them, I was like, I've never actually read this one because I got it for like a dollar from a secondhand store oh. and I don't want it anymore. Yeah. So, so it was actually probably, it was good to go through my books. Yeah. But that's did you have any? Did you have any qualms? Um, a few. Yeah. Uh, the big one that I struggled with, especially reading in the book, is how she told the stories about she had clients that had like fifty rubbish bags that went to the dump, and that broke my heart a little bit. Oh my god! I wrote this... that down. I said, I said, can't bring myself to just dump it. Hurts my heart. Yeah, it really does. That was probably my biggest thing. And she does, and I understand where she's coming from, as in she's like, just get rid of it. You don't need it. Get it out of your life and move on. I understand that, but I also think that we've got to be responsible in the way we do it. So I haven't, I've thrown hardly anything to landfill. landfill. We've we've listed a heap of stuff and sold a heap of stuff online. And I have a couple of boxes in my boot of my car <laughs> to go to go to the charity store as like yeah. books books and stuff yeah. that are like useful. Um I would way rather do that than send it to landfill. Yeah. See my I, that is what I'm aiming to do. I need to I need to sort it so that it's like charity worth stuff and not charity worth stuff. But because uh, I had quite a lot of miscellaneous that was just absolute like, like junk. Yeah, just junk. Mm. Like random, random stuff. Like how did this end up in my life stuff? And it's in my garage. Yeah. Can't, <laughs> because you don't I dump don't want to dump it. Dumping, I went to the dump when I was flatting in Christchurch and we we had, we were doing our flat move and you know every flat move you have like, you're like, why the heck has this turned up in my life? You stuck it in, stick it in the bin. And we had like a trailer full of everything, our flatmates and all of us and we took it to the dump and I like, actually felt sick put watching it be pushed into that like like I felt so uncomfortable it's like this I can't do this that makes me want to cry yeah I know it just it was awful I and know. it smells <laughs> and if yeah, it does but we're such a wasteful society like I hate that a little bit of advice is going out there just to throw it out yeah. and like to not think twice yeah, about in, it in the book she's like I had clients who had 200 bags worth of black rubbish bags of worth yeah. of stuff that they just threw away. I'm like, but there's people who don't have clothes. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's the thing. And I don't know about you, but 
everything that I got rid of, like, there was nothing really wrong with it. It just didn't spark joy. It just, <laughs> just didn't spark joy. It wasn't for me. And, like, the stuff that we've listed online, we've made, like, a hundred bucks. And I'm like, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't really care about what we got for it, but... Yeah. It's better for someone that wants it than going yeah. to landfill. Yeah. I had... She had rules like giving it to someone, giving it to someone else in your family doesn't count as getting rid of it. You have to actually get rid of it, yeah. which I can see the positives of. Like, um, actually, I do agree with it. Like, you know, when your friends say, "I've got these things, can you have? Do you want them?" and then you're like, "Oh, you feel obliged to take them." Yeah, yeah. Even though you don't want them. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. So, I I can see that, but then also. Sometimes I do want them. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> like the option to choose. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I have a friend who has just had a big, she would do this regularly. She like has lived like this for ages. She would just put a big pile of stuff on her bed and um, when we were flatmates and she'd be like, if there's anything in that pile you want, take it. Otherwise I'm taking it to the charity shop. And I'm like, okay. And she was more well off than I was. So I was like, this and this <laughs> and then I ended up with all her crap <laughs> like going shopping it was it honestly was that is and awesome. she did it when we were because I went to high school with her as well and she did it when she was at high school she's like oh guys come over and try it I've got all this stuff and we'll be like when are you going to her place and like, oh, I'm going on Tuesday. I'm like, I'm going on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> who goes first gets the best stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is awesome. She's probably going to listen to this podcast and be like, you guys used to be so bad. <laughs> I want a friend like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. really awesome. One thing that I really did like, especially about the fold, the folding. Oh, the folding. Yeah. So there's also, she also has another book, which is called Spark joy yeah yeah um and i haven't read it completely but i've read the sections to do with folding clothes and storing things yeah. the ones that were relevant to when i was doing it and there's little cute pictures on how you meant to fold your clothes and your socks and so much better than her explanation of it because yeah i wasn't sure of how to do it until i watched the tv show yeah it's quite difficult yeah reading it and trying to understand so the diagrams in the book were fantastic and i used to hate drawers, like I would hang absolutely everything up because I couldn't even find anything in my drawers. But now, when I first did it, I'd just randomly go and open my drawers to admire how (laughs) pretty they looked. (laughs) Because everything's folded and stacked upright, so you can see everything. It's so great. (laughs) It is great. I I do all of mine, and I did Pete's, but he doesn't know how to do it. So I don't fold his clothes regularly because... I'm not folding his clothes. <laughs> and he has now just got his folded clothes in this. It's sort of like they stack like books so you can see the um, the fold, the of, fold the clothes. of the clothes. So you know exactly what's in. It's like a row of clothes. So you know exactly what's in your thing. It's not piled on top of each other. Yeah. And he's just got them all stacked like little books in his, in his drawers. And then he because it's made so much space, he's just chucking his regulars on top. <laughs> so it looks like his drawers are nice until he hits, puts his regular clean clothes, the ones he wears every day or every week, on top. And then he's like, oh, honestly, I don't know what to do with that boy. It's so funny. But you can't, if he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't no. want to do it. No, but his mum is so good at folding. Really? She folds and it ends up like it's ironed. Wow. 
it's crazy. Oh. And she tried to teach me, and I was like, nah. Can't do it. Way too hard. Oh, man. I'll stick with my little Marie Kondo fold, which is which works really well, and you actually end up with quite nicely pressed clothes. Yeah, they do, actually. But, yeah. The other thing that I really like is quite funny. She talks about how we, how you normally, like, roll your socks together and how the socks don't like that, and they get stretched out, and it's not nice for them. It's very stressful for the socks. Yeah. And it sounds ridiculous, but then when you fold them, how she teaches you how to, you're like, oh, they look so much happier. They do look happy. You get a little happy drawer of socks. Yeah. yeah. And I completely understand how we're actually stretching them out and, weigh, and like, ruining them. Mm. So folding them is way better. Yeah. Didn't you call them, like, the potatoes or something? You know, I think drawer, like stuffed potatoes yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Potato socks. Yeah. That's something I loved about it. Yeah. yeah. I... And then I watched the TV show, which is... I don't know what it's called. It's on Netflix. Yeah. What's it called? I don't know. Life changing magic of it's just tidying, tidying up. up. Tidying up Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. Yeah, that's it. I've only watched three episodes. Mm, same. So actually. I probably shouldn't comment too harshly on it. But it felt a little bit more watered down than what. Like in the book, she's like, "Do it all at once. Do it really f- like hard and fast, and like get it done." And she has all these rules and all these things. Like, I just felt like the TV show. I maybe you miss a lot of it because it's. A TV show, and yeah. you're like trying to cut it in, so it's only a half hour episode. Yeah, I think I think that might be it. I felt the same. I think it's because they're trying to cram it all into just like a small slot, like one person into one small slot, where it could be like numerous episodes because yeah. there's so much that needs to be done. Yeah. yeah, and I was, I don't know whether I was disappointed or it like made me feel good. Maybe a bit of both. Where um, there was that one where they had so much stuff, like huge amounts of stuff. And they appeared to get rid of quite a bit, but there was still a lot of stuff. And she was so happy for them. Yeah. She's like, I've got so much rid of so much stuff. Yeah. And she was so happy and like clapping and stuff. And um, yeah, I was like, they got rid of like half a drawer. Yeah. Like they still got so much stuff. I know. And I was like, I thought this was meant to be like, get rid of everything. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, but I'm glad it's kind of not because it makes me feel a little bit better about the things that I kept that I feel like I could go back through now and say, hmm, probably not, not yeah. so much enjoy. Yeah. See, that's what I really liked about her approach is it's not, have I used this or do I need it? It's, does it spark joy? So it's, there's actually no number or set target of how much you've got to get rid of. It's just whatever you still want in your life. Yeah. I liked that. But yeah, it's, yeah. It was quite reassuring to see you happy with their progress when you didn't feel like it was mad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I felt like I did quite well. Yeah. Do you have any other comments about the book or the show? No, I think that's, I think I've covered everything that was on my list. Yeah. Oh, I think I'd just one more thing that it makes me, uh, which goes back to, like, the fact that I don't have a place for things, is that it makes me consider what I'm buying. Oh, yeah. More. Because you're like, okay, is this going, like, do I need this in terms of, is this something that's going to fit into what I've already got? Yeah. And I know exactly what I've got now because I've got so much. Well, not so much. I've got less things. Yeah, exactly. I often, I often think about that, and if I pick something up, I'm like, yeah, I buy this, and then I'll often go and put it back. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't need this. I've already got blah blah blah, or like, 
I only want this now. Mm. It's not going to continually spark joy, and then it's going to be something that I have to get rid of, and yeah. I don't want to throw it away. Yeah. So, And I've been thinking about, like, this is a problem that I have with my candles, because I really like candles, and I know there's problem. There must, there must be problems with the oils in them if they're not right. Burned. Yeah, you've got to buy, like... The eco-friendly yeah. and and yeah, it's probably something I'm doing wrong. But when you're finished your candle, it's something else that gets thrown away and put in the dump. Do you throw them away? What do you do with your end candles? Well, I haven't got to the end of a candle yet. Oh, okay. Because I don't. I just smell them. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, that I haven't got to the end of a candle either because are we really I, basic then? I only <laughs> I only burn them occasionally, and I don't want it to run out, so I, I just know, like keep it. It smells so good, and you can't find it. I've, right, actually, I have got one that I've run out, and it's just a cool little jar thing. Yeah, that I kept it. Well, that's the thing. Whenever I I get a candle, buy a candle, it's always in a glass jar or container, so I know that when it does run out, I'm gonna be able to reuse it. Yeah, and I what use for though, like storing something in it or putting something in the kitchen or like I use jars for nearly everything especially because you can't put like you can't put something like food into a into a candle that you've just been burning your stuff into yeah I know but like where I was going okay is 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 like I make like a lot of like body scrubs and face scrubs and like moisturizers and stuff and so i could reuse it for like that that type of thing that's the other thing making your own natural deodorant oh yes have you done that no i haven't but i really want to and um do you have a recipe i don't but there's lots online Mm. and actually um if a friend recommended that she had tried out one of the recipes in Wendell Neeson's or Neeson's book, um, A Natural Home, I think it's called, and she swore by it. So I might get that book and try that one. Okay. Because my deodorant's like about to run out. Ooh, so it might be the time to yes. make the leap and try it out. Yes, and you can tell me how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, oh, that's right, the one that I've got at the moment, sorry we're going back to the deodorant chat. It's a big topic. <laughs> the one I've got at the moment that's just 0% aluminium, which is the bad bad breast cancer thing, isn't it? Uh, it just, it says antiperspirant. It doesn't say deodorant, it says antiperspirant. So mm-hmm. it must still have some stuff in it there that's must. like blocking up your pores yeah. or whatever, your sweat glands. It must do. Not a technical person, don't know the actual terms of what's actually happening, but Sounded I feel like good. I should know because it's something I'm putting in my body, on my body. Yeah, definitely. And your skin's your largest organ that soaks everything up. Yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, I think we're well and truly exhausted. <laughs> I think we, that was that was that was that was a good chat. It was. <laughs> it was really good. Okay. Well, what are we doing next week? Um. I'm not entirely sure. I think it's meditation. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to come out and hang. Come out. Come out and hang with us. Come outside, hang out with your headphones in. Yeah. Listening with your ear holes. Yeah, have us in your ear holes talking about meditation. Uh, Come back next week. But in the meantime, if you've got any questions, comments, or suggestions, we love suggestions. I live for suggestions. Suggestions about 
natural deodorant is my number one at the moment. I'll take any suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go uh, go to basically beingbetter at gmail.com. Yeah, give us, flick us an email. Yeah. Um, we, we will have social media and it'll be in the show notes. We will get at there. At this point. But right now we're just recording. <laughs> <laughs> We will keep you informed. P.S. This is done in the past. (laughs) (laughs) This will blow your mind. (laughs) Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Slippy and better with Rachel and Abby Who are trying to eat better and to watch less telly They're trying to save the world and to be truly happy And dishing out some advice as our first babe Shelly Basically being better and building better lives So remove your scarlet letter and give that more high fives Yeah, our mothers, daughters, sisters, aunties, girlfriends and wives We're basically being better, ladies, for the rest of our lives <laughs> Oh my god Oh, that's so funny the screen This works. will blow your mind <laughs> Ha 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 ha.